Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. 94.9 The Rock, GTA's rock station, Believer. Imagine Dragons. I guess we could probably dedicate that to the Jays right now. If you're a fan, you're believing. <sighs> Definitely. You're, you're believing they're doing something. And uh-huh. With uh, Junior's 45th home run last night, he uh, passed his dad. He did that back in 2000 and playing for the Expos. Uh, and he's just on a tear. The Jays have had 232 home runs this year. That's they, crazy. They have scored and outscored opponents or something like that. Like they, they've scored the most runs of any team by like 30 or some or mm. more um, in in the month. And we're not even halfway through the month of September. They've been literally hitting the cover off the ball at this point. Yeah, it's been crazy. You know, like what, 44 runs over the weekend and then... You know, that was, you know, the lowly Baltimore Orioles in last. Then they play the first place Rays and put an eight spot up on them last night. Only gave up a run in the ninth. Yeah, the Rays saying that they were absolutely dominant over them. That in every aspect of the game, the Jays were better. Um, This is a team that was really young. Uh, They knew they had talent. Pitching was going to be a concern and still... You know, down the stretch will will still prove itself to be you know the real question mark on, on the team. But right now, I mean, they've won I think what like sixteen or seventeen of the last twenty games. Yeah, uh, they lost on Friday against Baltimore, so they, that that kind of ruined the streak that they had going. Mm-hmm. But then you know they picked it up with four straight wins now, so or three straight. So uh, they've gone from a position of being like six games back and like an 8% chance of making the playoffs to now in playoff position mm-hmm. and a game ahead of both the Yankees and Red Sox. They caught both the Yankees and Red Sox in the last three weeks. Yeah, and I haven't watched one second of uh, of Jay's ball this year, and I probably shouldn't start because those fans would say, don't do it, don't ruin it for us, <laughs> don't, do it don't jinx now. us now, because there's a lot of that in baseball, right? You got a no hitter going. You can't mention it. You can't say it's. Uh, you can't jinx anything. You can't say. You can't open your mouth when something's happening. And so, I'll. I'll for all Jays fans, stay away and just right. read about it the next morning. Uh, but uh, as someone said uh, on Twitter, if you're not missing or if you're not watching the Jays right now, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is really. It's, and I, I never wanted to say this. I guess it's some exciting baseball, which is not a sentence you usually can put together. It harkens back to the early 90s, and, and it's been a long time coming for, for Blue Jays fans, for sure, where you've seen a team that is this dangerous. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's, I think, what it is. And, you know, they've had you know, good lineups in the, you know, 2015, go back to Bautista and Donaldson and... Yep. They, and uh, uh, Edwin Encarnacion, they, they've had good lineups, but this is one, you know, through and through that they're getting performances from top to bottom of the lineup. This is good to hear. Jeff Bridges shared some good news. His cancer is in remission. Last October, he announced he was diagnosed with lymphoma and would be starting treatment. And yesterday, his, he said his 9-inch by 12-inch mass is now the size of a marble. That's massive, eh? Nine inch by twelve. By twelve inch. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. Yeah. And it's down to a marble. Wow. He says he also got COVID earlier this year. He says he caught it at the facility where he was receiving his chemotherapy. He says he's feeling much better now, and he credits his recovery to the vaccination. Really? Go, <laughs> Go figure. Uh, up until recently, he needed oxygen just to walk around. 
But uh, thanks to therapy, he was able to walk his daughter down the aisle at her wedding and do the father-daughter dance. That's nice. Uh, Jeff will resume filming his new Hulu series, The Old Man. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Ah, uh, the big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> and remember the other day I mentioned that uh, Kaylee Cuoco and Pete Davidson might be a thing? Right. Well, it turns out that rumor is getting some legs. Get out of here. I'll tell you what, that Pete Davidson needs to write a book. <laughs> On how to help not so terribly gorgeous guys score way above their pay grade. Uh, yeah, they were filming this movie called Meet Cutie together, and everybody on the set scenes they were uh, saying they were uh, there was certainly some attraction there. And then they spent a day at Six Flags in New Jersey last month, an outing that was not a part of the film. Wow. There's no indication that Kaylee and her uh, husband were on the outs at that point, but she was still married when they went out on that little date. Mm-hmm. So, And speaking of marriage, Tiffany Haddish doesn't want an engagement ring. She wants it in an apartment building. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish and Common, I guess, uh, are dating, and, okay. uh, but they're not engaged. But if he does propose, she says she doesn't want a ring. She wants an apartment building. She was a guest on the uh, Smartless podcast with uh, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. And she says, come at me with a deed, baby. Don't come at me with a ring. Because if you're trying to buy my life and change my last name to your last name, a ring ain't going to do it. (laughs) We can get the ring after you get the building. That's great. (laughs) Not just a condo. Yeah. The whole building. (laughs) The whole building. Yeah. Now guys got to go out and buy property. (laughs) It's not enough anymore to put a ring on it. You got to put ownership of property in her hand. During the uh, pandemic and the lockdowns, a lot of people started uh, spending, of course, more time at home, watching YouTube, trying to avoid unnecessary contact with strangers. So it's not surprised that do-it-yourself projects have been way on the rise. Three quarters of people, when asked who own a home, say they've done at least one project since the start of the pandemic. Most say their DIY projects were more challenging and expensive than expected, and nearly all made a minor or major mistake. It's kind of like there's the DUIs and the DUIs, and then there's the, um, like I've done with the cooking stuff, where sometimes you'll take on, uh, I'll be cooking a dinner, and I'll see something online, and I'll say, well, that looks relatively easy. Sorry, are you calling them DUIs? DIY. No, oh, I, okay. said, I said that by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the wine talking? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so you'll take on some, like I'll, I'll start some recipe and uh, it'll look so much easier than it is. And it's just like the DIY. Now you've got me concerned I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to say do it yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, but you don't realize that behind the scenes of these home renovation shows and these recipe shows, they've got a whack of people doing all the setup and the prep. Right. You know, it's easy on these home renovation shows to say, look at I built this wall when there was a dozen people prepping the wood, doing the measurements. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially the ones that are done in a week, yeah. right? Like, like the extreme makeovers that that happen that look like they happen so quickly when it's really you know could be months of work mm-hmm. that are going on behind the scenes. You know, I watch the uh, I watch a lot of those home and garden ones, the HGTV shows where it's you know they 
loving it or listing it. You're like, it's like two guys look to be working and doing it all, yeah. and somehow it's done in half an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're all well-dressed. Their hair is perfect. They never break a sweat. <laughs> Behind the scenes, yeah. there's a full crew of people who are just, like, gritting under their teeth at them. Yeah. You know, one of the great things with age is you, you certainly realize what you're good at and what you're not, and you stop trying to make others happy. You know, I, I just will not do anything I don't want to do. You know, unless the lovely Maria tells me. <laughs> but, like, I was watching these guys yesterday, and my neighbor's uh, digging, I think, what might be a grave in his backyard that he's probably planning on tossing me in. But <laughs> there was, like, three guys just digging away. I think they were buddies of his. You know, if anybody called me and said, hey, I, I'm doing this project in my backyard, and I got to dig this hole, would you come and help? Right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Years ago, of course, I would have gone over begrudgingly. Right. Sure, I'll help for pizza and beer. It's like helping somebody move. Mm. No. No, I'm not helping you move. You've just sold your home. You've made $800,000 in profit. <laughs> Hire a moving company. I mean, I got it. You know, when you're, when you're for, you know, your first house, your second house, you know, I get it. But when you have years in a home and have collected tons of crap and True. not gotten rid of anything, and you want me to come and load it in a truck? <laughs> Including that Technicolor television yeah. that weighs 4,000 pounds. <laughs> not a chance. I know you, well, you like to, you still like to take on projects. You still enjoy, uh, well, maybe that's not even the case anymore. Because you hired Rob Havery for your patio. Oh, God, yeah. And you would have tried that on your own years ago. Right, and I tried doing, like, like uh, some of the... Um, like the mortar in between mm. there was kind of giving up. So I asked Rob for some help and, and, and he told me what to do. And I think I screwed it up, but yeah, I, I, I like the sense of accomplishment of doing some things, but mm. I'm not nearly good enough. And, and I know my limitations when it comes to it as well. Like I can do certain projects. Mm. Um, I got to help out my father-in-law do some garage door trim this week. I can do that. I would hire a guy, right? Hire a guy. <laughs> Couple of hundred bucks, it's over with. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't, I don't, I can do this. This is, this is. But why? This is simple. But why is my question? <laughs> why? Because I believe in inheritance, <laughs> Craig. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I really want to get my name well, in those good books. If you're worried about a couple of hundred bucks out of inheritance, <laughs> I think you better worry about them moving into your basement soon. <laughs> if you uh, plan on ever going on a plane again. I don't think we'll be doing that anytime soon. Not necessarily, I guess, because of uh, the concerns. I think they're doing what they need to do. And you see a lot of flights in the air right now. And you're not hearing any stories of outbreaks necessarily on yeah. planes. So I think that uh, it's probably fairly safe to do so. It's just for me, I was one of the early uh, vaccinated people under the AZ thing, and no other country wants me right now. <laughs> so until that all gets cleared up, I guess I'm not going anywhere. But if you are catching a flight sometime soon, a, um, a flight attendant shared some things you should never 
do on an airplane. Do not ever touch the flush button or lever with your bare hand. When you flush, use a napkin or a tissue that's in the lavatory. Number two, don't forget to drink water. Stay hydrated. You want to have about 16 ounces for every flight that you go on. Number three, do not fall asleep or lean your head on the window. You're not the only one who has done that, and you don't know how many people or children have wiped their hands all over the window. Number four, don't wear shorts when you're on an airplane. So if you have pants, you're going to have less germs. Number five, don't feel afraid to let a flight attendant know if you're feeling sick. We are there to help. You know, feeling sick after hearing that. <laughs> now, he said something, and I, and I can't make it out. He said, don't wear shorts, wear long pants. And then he said something, you'll, you'll have less. definitely get less germs. Or, yeah. Is that what he said, yeah. germs? I couldn't make out what he was saying there. Well, yeah, and I guess that's true. Those seats are just like fart receptacles for never thought of the uh, uh the window i mean most of us you know run to the window seat mm. because we can like, lean against it or put our forehead against it as if we're gonna go see see down further yeah. um, i think i'm more of an aisle person now you oh, know yeah? i need more trips to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> you know doesn't uh it doesn't help that i've had uh, three or four or five or nine drinks right uh, with ice in them so i guess that's water but yeah, the I, I, you know, the idea of not touching the, uh, the flusher on the toilet. I don't think that I've ever thought of that. I've probably flushed, but then I've always washed my hands after I've flushed. So I generally, when I use a bathroom, public bathroom, use my feet for more things than my hands. I know, and you know, I'm torn by doing that. Yeah, because the floor is gross. Yes, it's true. And now too. you're taking stuff off the floor and putting it on that. Right. I've done it too. I've been guilty. Uh, but I, I try not to. I try to. I'll either. I'll either like flush with the kind of the side of my hand, you know, or maybe I've done my elbow. I flush with my elbow. You're just getting closer to it then. Well, yeah, but it's. I, I don't know. I. I can't. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. And, uh, then, I, and then I, you know, I, I wash up. But that's what we do. We just say, I'll leave it for the next guy to fix. No, I know. It's you so let gross. him worry about it. It's so unfair. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, just just some tips. Uh, and, uh, and and really, you should, like, things like that I've never thought of before but would do now, you know, when you put down the food tray, have a handy wipe and yeah. give, it, give it a wipe down or even the hand, uh, the armrests. Yeah, I, I think I generally now find myself wiping things down more, not because I believe it has COVID on it. Mm. It's just, in general, I think I'm more... Uh, right now, just attuned to mm. just dirt and and things that don't get clean very often. I have to admit, I've I, I've bailed on a lot of the wiping down. I mean, if I'm going to cook, especially like on my countertop of the island or whatever, before cooking, I'll always give it a hot water and soap kind of wipe down and and that type of thing. But yeah, I mean the the uh, the daily constant wiping down of handsets and. Phones and keyboards and all of that I've I've bailed on right. some time ago. I find I do my phone is the one I find I I do more often than not. Now. Yeah, and and just because you know like I've got a little piece of my um, like screen protector coming up, mm-hmm. and I can see what's collected underneath there. underneath that. And it is gross. <laughs> you just think, and this is just, it's more likely lint. Yeah. You know, and just like dirt, sand from bunkers that I've been in. And right. It's, it's just amazing how much stuff just gets collected through all of it. Well, I understand now if you're suffering from the COVID, all you got to do is huff on some onions. <laughs> that seems to be the thing that'll cure it now. You know, you huff on an onion, you swallow back some, uh, some uh, cyanide of some sort or Drano or whatever the hell. Uh, the uh, the orange man was saying at the time, um, 
or you take some uh, some horse dewormer. Uh, memes claiming it's true and circulating on Facebook. They say to cut an onion in half, cup it against your nose and mouth, and take a series of deep breaths. There's zero evidence it actually does anything except make your eyes water. Oh. Doctors said it's just one more bogus information that could actually be harmful to the general public. Gotta love social media. Yep. You know, people will run to that, see a meme, yep. and say, hmm, sounds, what could go wrong? I get all my news from TikTok now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is interesting. There's a, a woman who shared this online. She says her son got sick. A young kid, and she turned to her mother for some advice, as you do when your children are young. Your parents have been through it already, so sometimes they can step up with some good information. Her mother gave her a bottle of Vicks Vapo Rug. Sounds good, right? Till she checked the expiration date, and it was uh, expired in 01, 1987. <laughs> <laughs> so people started sharing these old bottles of Vicks Vapo Rub online. It doesn't seem that old until you realize, okay, yeah. it's 35 years ago. You know, we have, a, we have a big plastic container full of all sorts of different over-the-counter meds or prescriptions right. we didn't use all of or whatever. And, yeah, every now and then you do have to go through. Like, I'll go in and I'll find some kind of, like, a, a cough syrup or something that expired, like, three years ago that's, mm. you know, still sitting in there. I'd still give that a go. Would you give that a go? <laughs> give her a sniff. Pour it over ice. Um, Vicks even had to get involved. They warned uh, people to uh, not use expired product because they couldn't guarantee its safety or effectiveness. This woman didn't seem to care, though. She used it, and it worked 34 <laughs> years later. <laughs> she also claimed that she hadn't refilled it. She's calling it single-barrel-aged. Oh, I bet. It is funny that, we, as you say, you know, you'd, you'd try that cough syrup that's two years old. Right. But we won't touch milk that's a day over <laughs> the expiration date. <laughs> Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.